0: Live from inside our inflated egos, it's the award-nominated Vocal Minority Podcast! You heard that handsome-sounding guy, right? You are tuned into an award-nominated podcast right here, folks. Yep, we're pretty big cheeses down at the podcast and Cracker Factory right now. But we'll boast more later on in the show. First, some introductions. I am your host and former Colin Samuel Award nominee for Dedication to the Sandwich Arts. I'm Tony Walsh. With me, as always, is the 1987 Albanian Socialist Youth Bureau winner for Best Hat, Krista
1: Knowles. It's very fetching.
0: Mm. And completing this week's unholy trinity is the Yorkshire Evening Post's third runner-up for Yorkshire's warmest smile. (laughs) Oh, there it is. So cold. Uh, Duncan Fletcher.
2: Evening Post. (laughs) (laughs) Evening Post. (laughs) That's one for all you uh, people who used to go watch cricket matches at Headingley, as I used to do. Uh,
0: Really speaking to our Democrats. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure I am.
1: (laughs) <laughs> one
0: person Mark Hinckley is on assignment to the show it's almost that holy of holy holidays down for our neighbors to the south Black Friday and what better way to celebrate the spirit of bargains than liquidating an entire MLS club it's the Chivas USA fire sale everything must go
1: Ooh. Aye, 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 aye. most American team ever <laughs>
0: Yes, Honest Don held the Chivas USA dispersal draft last week, and some of the deals were just too good to pass up. Tell us. So, we will quickly recap. The draft went like so. Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas grabbed the best available piece in goalkeeper Dan Kennedy with the first pick. It was followed up by uh, Matthew Dunn heading out to New Boys New York City FC with the second pick. Thomas McNamara is going to DC. Donnie Toya has become a cheesemaker, joining Montreal with the sixth pick. Caleb Calvert is off to Colo, Colo, Colorado. Earthquakes grabbed Christopher Tierpak with a number 9 pick. And then a whole bunch of teams passed on their picks until number 14. The 14th pick, of course, belonged to local no-good Nicks Toronto FC. And <laughs> the shelves at <that> Chivas <sighs> Mark weren't completely bare. So the Reds managed to pick up Marco, call me Marky, Delgado, the <laughs> 19-year-old Chivas homegrown midfielder slash defender slash funky bunch member. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So he sounds funky. reaction to our new fullback. I, I mean prospect. <laughs> what do we know of him? What do we expect to see?
2: Um, I'm not entirely sure. I can remember him playing at all, but everyone who was talking about the draft beforehand was suggesting, all right, yeah, this is probably the best of the young prospects. You know, outside of Dan Kennedy, Cuba Torres, whoever. Oh all right, yeah. This kid's like promising and all that sort of thing, and you know, I don't think anyone was expecting him to drop to fourteen. So I think it's worth a shot.
1: I think the only concern, really, other than he's a midfielder slash fullback slash whatever again, is that's not the, his fault. No, I know that's mm-hmm. not his fault. <laughs> that's
0: the fault of how TFC will use him. Well,
1: that they'll, 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 I can see the stars in their eyes. Ooh, he can play more than one position. Mm-hmm. I think I the money we can save. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two for one. No, is the fact that he's had knee surgery, season-ending knee surgery, yeah. twice. Yeah, and
2: He's only 19. He's had, I think, semi-serious things towards the end of the season. It's right. Not like it's not that he of had it's the season-ending thing in April. I know yeah, that. Not
1: quite, but not
0: quite Danny Cooperman's ACLs. But, you know. That but still, he's
1: 19. He's had two knee surgeries already. Yes, yeah. That is not... I mean, uh, that's you know that's a bit alarming. And then my other interest in this is the fact that why were they so interested in having him because Vanny used to coach him. Mm. Well, and, I mean
0: that that that's kind of you know par for the course with any manager really wanting mm, your own guys. Sure,
1: but but you wonder based on well this comes health back, and uh, stuff. Yeah, well
0: this comes back to what kind of prospect Vanny he is as a manager. Right. And how he identifies talent and stuff. This will be a good gauge of that. No,
1: ideally, yeah. Ideally, he had him in the academy it's, at Chivas. It's, it's you know, been a, long time with it's been
0: him, a while so. since he's been at Chivas. Like, people talk like he just left. Like, there's been a bit of, bit of a gap. Three Especially, years? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a long gap for a guy. Marco Delgado, that's 16 <laughs> to 19 years old. That's a lot of development. It's true. And if he hasn't seen him up close, I don't know, you don't know what kind of tabs he's kept up right. on, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, the experience with the U.S. national team at the junior level is a positive. It's only been a little bit. But yeah, the dueling knee injuries does have TFC written all over them. Absolutely. Which, by the way, is not good medical advice to have <laughs> TFC written all over your knees.
2: No. Were they different knees or was it the same knee twice? I which would be better? Oh, I like
0: you. I like balancing it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to be wonky and leaning to one direction.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one bionic knee, one regular. Yeah, that's just... I
0: and mean, yeah. then again, that's probably good on the wing. Hmm. Crosses are fantastic when you're the one bionic
2: <laughs> Oh my god, get out of the
1: way!
0: <laughs> but yeah, it does have classic TFC written all over it, But yeah, we'll see. So, whose job on the current... Oh, the 2014 Reds, at least would he possibly be uh, in line to steal?
2: Beckers? Mm, interesting. Possibly. I think he's more of a wide midfielder, so potentially Dan Lovitz or sort of Warren Craval, if you're looking for the jack-of-all-trades guy okay. on the bench.
0: Yeah, that's funny. I, from the things
2: I saw coming a out of... maybe, depending on just how close he is to yeah. the first team. That's
0: funny. I, you you see him a lot more, I guess, offensive than I... Than the feeling I'm getting from TFC.
1: Yeah, me too. That's why my I, first thought was Becker on the side of Warner. See, I yeah. was
0: thinking Jeremy Hall's replacement. Hmm?
1: Does Jeremy Hall need a replacement? Well, you
0: Do know, we what think I think mean. Warren Cravell was. Jeremy <laughs> yeah, the Hall's Warren, the Warren Cravell, but that mold, the sure. Jeremy Hall, Warren Cravell, somewhere in there. So yeah, I, they have. The, they love putting a fullback where he doesn't belong, or uh, uh, actually, they love putting somewhere where they doesn't, where they don't belong into
1: fullback. Exactly.
0: So. What do you think? If TFC had gotten a better envelope than the fourteenth, would you have taken anyone else out of that crop, or I guess anyone else who was available?
2: Um, but I don't think we needed Dan Kennedy. Yes, uh, let's we'd we'd have somehow messed that up. <laughs> we wouldn't have got a good trade or anything. So I know, I know. Yeah, like my my first thought is, ooh, okay, Dan No, um, you know McNamara. I, I like a, a terrible mullet. The, the maybe 10 games or so he played at the start of the season. It's like, ooh, he actually looks quite good. So, you know, I think I would have seen him more than Delgado, so I wouldn't mind McNamara.
0: I, I kind of disagree. I would have taken ben Kennedy. I, but I'm not...
1: But, like, in the place of Bendick or yeah. as trade bait?
0: As in the place of Bendick, because I'm not sold on Joe Bendick. I don't think we're seeing anything else in the future from Joe Bendick that we haven't seen already.
1: Okay. I, think, no. I, th-
0: I think his development has... Peaked. Stopped. Yeah. You
1: know, I think, now, is that TFC peaked or is uh, that? No, I peaked? think that, I think
0: that's Joe Bendik peaked. Okay. I don't think yeah, maybe you can teach him a little bit, but I think I think Joe Bendik's issues are are what they are. He's not going to break out of that develop uh, out of the his distribution woes. It's been you know it's been a couple of years now.
2: Yeah, and I think saying that though, what he is right now is an average. M- oh so yeah, he's yeah. not yeah. great. Oh yeah. Would we have got anything in a trade for Bendik? Is anyone going to be beating our door down to take Bendik? Nothing
0: more than that location... Mm-hmm. Junk money, you know. I don't think you're gonna get any anything significant back for him. So then we're, but
1: yeah, he's we're not, stuck with too but many keepers who
2: would be taking him from oh, I think the I, I think oh, I, that's, right. the,
0: and that's the problem. I, I think Joe
2: Bendick. This went, is where I'm coming from. He's like, oh, Yeah, let's not get into this situation where I mean, this is the situation Kennedy and Bendik and way too much money.
0: But this is the situation we had with Fry. We had to get rid of him because he was gonna make too much money. And now Joe Bendick, who I still think is an inferior keeper to Stephen Fry, is making practically the same money as him.
1: Um, who's going to the MLS
0: Cup? <laughs> well, wow, that's not necessarily on Stefan Fry's back. That is on a much Chad better... Ch- Chad, Chad back, clearly. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to Marky Delgado. <laughs> on the highly scientific, this is used by people who enjoy science... And stats? ...refer to themselves as scientists. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. The highly scientific Carlos Delgado scale <laughs> of Ooh. measuring Delgados. What do you rate this acquisition? A single down the line? A driving double, an unexpected triple, or
1: a dinger? I wanted it to be a driving double. I really did. Mm. But the knee surgery, it's its a single down the line. Mm.
0: Single down the line. That's pretty That's pretty pessimistic for you. I know. That's a slapper.
1: It is. Yeah. 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 Barely, yeah. Barely made it yeah. under yeah. the just, back. Just, just, just rolled past. Just yeah. rolled fair.
0: A Billy Buckner of an uh, acquisition.
1: <laughs> Ouch. Maybe not that bad. <laughs>
2: Uh, if I can embrace my inner meatloaf. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Please, do. Please do. Here comes the pitch, it's like a swing and a hit, and stop right there. Because we, we don't know. Mm. It's He's hit it hard. It's going into the outfield. There's a fielder running towards it. Maybe the fielder will catch it, but it's an out. Maybe it'll get blown over the fence by the wind. How Maybe big it's US a foul ball. I don't know. We, we've got a chance. Yeah, this isn't like a mediocre, yeah, it's nothing. It's like, ooh, this could be really good, or it could be crap.
1: Do you feel like Duncan had his iPod on earlier and was just like, just the
2: song
0: into, came on <laughs> and was like,
1: oh, that's a great
0: answer. He just went into a dream sequence.
1: I think <laughs> so, yeah.
0: I did go for the driving double. Do tell. Because I think it could, it, it, it like, I agree with you. The injury thing is, is kind of the fulcrum of this deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my asterisk to it was, he could get picked off on second. <laughs> <laughs> First pitch, like you know, one of those yeah. Like, yeah gets yeah. the double, everything looks good. And then done. Tagged out. Career over. Damaso Garcia style. It's <sighs> one for the demographic.
2: So so you're going with yeah. middling double at best. Yes. Or potentially nothing.
0: Yes. Okay. Middling double at best with the chance of an embarrassing tag out. <laughs> Mine was by a Dominican. gets
1: on base with the chance to advance.
0: Mm. If we had oh, more Dominican design. Republic players on TFC, <laughs> this deal would be a disaster. Uh,
2: He'd get picked mm, up like that One thing I would say about this Is just a very simple Poor Mark Delgado Chivas, now Toronto We're really sorry Mm -hmm. That's not fair That's just not fair to anyone Did anyone tell him about the winters yet?
0: He was very pleased on uh, Twitter He's very excited. Is he? Yes. Yeah.
2: I, I kind of saw one tweet about an hour beforehand. saying, so, said, ooh, what's going to happen? And then nothing No, he for was, a long time. He and was then eventually, very... I guess he kind of got himself together and decided to present himself as excited. He was
0: very thankful for his warm embrace by the fans, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah,
2: that's, that's a Things good are
0: looking up. That's, that's a
2: good PR tweet. For Marky Mark.
1: Yes. Oh, there he is. Oh, beyond excited for this new chapter beyond. in his career with Toronto FC. See you all well in Toronto, a little Maple Leaf. Mm-hmm. Jordan Hamilton, and I a guess. A maple Leaf and a snowman. And a snowman, yeah. So, so <laughs> someone did tell him about man. the winters, yeah.
2: <laughs> he's got his cliches down, that's nice.
0: Yep, a Maple yeah. Leaf and a snowman. Yeah. It's already mm,
2: set. Yeah. The training is already taken over. He's, he's not going to have to be here until May or June or wherever. The... Oh, he's going to think this
0: place is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they told me it was cool. Uh, well, they are going to be here, I guess, in February.
3: Yeah, for yeah. some
2: sort of... Mm. Bring him here for a media day and then yeah. head down to Florida for preseason And then training. he comes back and it's 30. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? He's be in a town. <laughs> in Canada <Cruz. laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. All right.
2: And on to the next week.
0: the ownership group that already screwed up one football club, how about another one? The worst kept secret in local lower division football was revealed this week when MLSC followed the lead of Montreal, Vancouver, and a host of other MLS clubs by officially announcing their acquisition of a USL Pro Club, which will serve as TFC seniors, reserve slash farm squad, and be led by TFC's very own Highlander coach, Jason Vent. How do we expect them to use this club in a footballing sense, so such as you know, player personnel, tactics, and development.
1: Well, ideally, it's supposed to be with the reserves. I didn't say wasn't. ideally. <laughs> <laughs> How do we expect <laughs> uh, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment oh slash God. TFC
0: to use this team in a footballing sense?
1: <laughs> so they won't use it right at all. So no young players will get proper minutes, and. <laughs> But, but, but that is what it should be, and I'm going to say it should be. I don't care. But it should be what the Reserve League wasn't, which was not enough games, behind closed doors, no proper game day experience, no proper minutes for young players moving out of the academy, newly drafted guys, guys rehabbing injuries, and those players on the fringe that get one more chance before you show them the door. All right, go down, play with the USL Pro team, prove you actually know what you're doing, and we might let you back on the bench.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of follow your what it should be with my answer. And in a perfect world, unfortunately, the club would have a tactical identity from top to bottom. Yeah. what, it, 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 what, it, it. Kind of what Aaron Windry used to always talk to us about around the fire. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how every level of club from the 12-year-olds up to the senior club would have a style a la Ajax
1: Uncle no. Aaron tell it
2: again and then every team changes it next year yes. and then every team changes it the year after yeah. and yeah.
0: but instead I think this will end up being a dumping ground for academy kids that they sign for PR purposes, and the place where players who want to be iced by whatever manager is in charge of TFC senior end up uh, having a farm club is no remedy for not having a identity and a style from top to bottom for your club
1: yeah, well, no,
0: I agree. Bleak.
2: Thank you. Mm.
0: <laughs> I, I worked hard on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think it is, it's It's going to be, you know, it should be Quillen Roberts, Aparicio Hamilton. Mm. Uh, who's that other guy this time? He's in Manila. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those guys, maybe you know a couple of the older people uh, from the team who aren't probably getting in the first team. Becker, Morgan... Um, you know, maybe two or three veterans that they sign up to right. make it a more competitive team yeah. that aren't going to any, any, come anywhere near the first team at all.
1: Andrew Wiedemann, come on back.
0: Nuno sure. Gomez.
2: Justin Braun. There you yeah. go. Oh, Justin <laughs> Braun. <laughs> It'll be a hodgepodge kind of thing. There'll be players moved in and out all the time, and the team will never really get a full identity because it's always yeah. going to be constantly changed around. And, yeah, that,
0: and that, that's the yeah. thing, I think. I think it will be. Because of the people running it and the identities they have with farm teams, in big quotations, of North American sports, I I don't think it will be used in, I guess, how an international football style of what a B team is. Right. You know, it'll be like, oh, it's where we just send our junk and mix it with the guys we hope to bring up one day. Probably. So, uh, on the flip side... How do we expect the club to be used in an MLSC sense in regards to stadium, ticket prices, and general MLSC rottenness? <laughs>
1: All right, so again, I started out said if they're smart, which they're not. Stop uh, doing that. I know, I know. But I think it really depends on where they put their stadium. I, they yeah. should put it central, but they're no going to put it in the burbs, way out in the sticks somewhere. Yeah. And they're going to spin it as...
0: Spreading the love.
1: Well, that, but this is, uh, this is TFC's Marley's.
0: Yeah, and that that goes back to what I said just now, like, the previous point. Yeah, but that's
1: how they're going to promote it and market it and, you know, small town. Like, I I feel like they're going to, that's my sense, that they're going to jump on that bandwagon. Do
2: you think they're going to go full small town?
1: I don't know. Everything I've seen
0: leading to and what I believe would be the Vaughan area. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, not so small. It all depends on what kind of stadium they build. Yeah. Really, and that, that will stem from everything they do for promotions, for tickets. Well, I hear the
0: Argonauts are looking for a stadium. <laughs> Works out perfectly. Uh-huh. Jason Bent and the Argonauts? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it so. uh, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. it's not a bad idea, though. Let's move to Vaughan, build a uh, stadium where the Argos can play, and, you know... TFC are you listening? <laughs> um, yeah, know. you know, it's... I think, you know, they'll eventually find themselves like a fairly smaller stadium. Yeah. Like a few thousand, like five or ten thousand at most... And hopefully they'd make the, like, tickets free or very cheap, but who knows? <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, it'll probably be, uh, yay, free tickets. You get your season tickets. You get yeah. like, tickets to this game. There'll be the odd, like, a few promotions here or there trying to get uh, fans out there for specific games. Whether yeah. it's against Montreal or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't want to be too cynical because, yeah, it's good that they have this. This is it a is good, good step. Let's see what happens. But I want to uh, be cynical. Yeah. Fair <laughs>
1: enough. You? Never.
0: <laughs> no, I do, I do think of the eventual home in the suburbs is inevitable. I think ticket prices that maybe don't appeal to newcomers, though, I do think, yeah, we'll probably see a lot of tickets thrown into our packages. Oh, absolutely. Just to fill up, But with a location that doesn't appeal to the likes of us and a lot of people in BMO Field... So great it, if you live up there. I say, it's going it be appealing
1: to the to the go train crowd.
0: Uh, it
2: depends where it is. Well, it might can, not even be on the I go train. Like there's yeah. a lot of people that have said, "Oh yeah, it'd be good to have something up there, you know, kind of north of the 401 or whatever." And, uh, we'll see if those people, people show up. People that are up. sick of driving down to BMO Field, and you know, we're all very downtown elite, uh, well, snobbish and all that sort of thing. You know. It's, well. it's, Give something to the, the north bit of the city that drives everywhere. And Fair like, enough.
0: But you put a team yeah. in Woodbridge and ask someone in Stovall and Markham to drive over. It's not that much better for them. Yeah. True. You know, you know, the rest of it, I think they will just be used. And you mentioned the Marley thing. I think it'll be used as a tie-in for corporate sponsors who may not have the clout to sponsor the big club. It'd hmm. be the no-frills bargain <laughs> player of the night. <laughs>
1: Trying, so is there like a ambulance chaser sort of low rank? <laughs> uh, Mr. Sub Sub, you know, legal firm that
0: wants to yeah, get in. Oh, on I'm that sure. you know? There's a lesser off lawyers. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah.
2: bristled Oliver be all the Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bring me your prospects. Oh yeah.
1: Melasman. Oh, oh
0: yeah. 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 The bad boys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The name oh, itself. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Who beats the bad boys? So everybody. <laughs> what no.
0: So any chance this succeeds on either level, football or non-football?
2: Yeah, it depends on what you mean by succeeds, but yeah. it'll do okay. Mm. I don't think it's going to be great attendance-wise and probably won't be all that competitive uh, as far as you know playoffs and winning the USL Pro happens, which that in itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think, you know, Ideally, we should be looking at this more as a development for the first team yeah. kind of thing, and in that sense... No matter how much they f this up, it will help a little bit. So like,
1: there is a you know a pseudo built-in fan base, and, and if they if they do it right, which means they probably won't, but if they do, they will move heaven and earth to engage this fan base to go to those games to support that team to think of it as their own. With you know, and that and that includes where they put the stadium. If they are serious with all the talk of late in helping to grow the game in Canada, then they need to make this work because it's a necessary step for player development and engagement with fans and stuff like that. Plus, you know, all the other cool kids are doing it and they don't want Montreal and Vancouver to beat them yet again on another level of footballing. <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think
0: would appeal more? TFC 2 as a brand, to as an umbrella for the whole area, or putting it in a place where you could try to attach it to a local base, like a Mississauga or something
2: yeah, like that. Waterloo yeah. or wherever. Um, I think that idea would work better.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of on the... Give it an, sorry, it outside the should GTA definitely or... Be, it should definitely or, be
2: yeah. close to Toronto. Yeah, yes.
0: yeah, yeah. I think like a Waterloo would probably be far, but I'm thinking a Mississauga mm-hmm. or Vaughan doesn't really roll off the Agents? tongue as far as places you know, but Maybe? yeah, Oakville. That's Oakville? Yeah, no, not Oakville. Oakville's
1: like, got their own... Soccer Well, not of, that,
0: not of that level. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think... But... But, I, but, I, but I, I don't expect that to happen. No, but I it think should that have that an identity work, yeah.
1: attached to it. and It probably won't.
0: But no, because they would fear that people in Toronto proper would not be Good. interested in anything with a name that doesn't have Toronto in front of it. Exactly. Go back to the succeeding thing. I'm with Duncan. And it, success is not... Shouldn't be measured in the way that MLSE will want to or measures it. The point of these clubs is to foster talent, to grow, you know, to groom your players for the big club, allowing, if you had a tactical worldview, (laughs) silent pause, big, long, extended Mm. pause, uh, you know, you'll allow that to penetrate the young players so they're ready for the big stage, but, you know, this is usually done, I mean, talking about international, not necessarily USL pro teams who exist kind of alone, but this is done around the world regardless of attendance or revenue, which is kind of, Right. Swallowed up as a whole part of the necessary part of the club, so
2: I yeah. Don't I don't think they're going to be looking at this as a needing to be a money making thing. You don't No, I mm. think they're willing to accept that this. I think in they itself look at that. Isn't th- going to make money.
0: I think they look at everything with that, unless it's a you know, I mean,
2: it's like what they built up, at like the, the Downsview, the but the, the cynical side that of that sort of thing, that it's not making money. The cynical side of me itself. says,
0: uh. A land grab somewhere with uh, facilities, another facility there for them to control and run. And oh, absolutely! Pimp that, out to the that you know part of
2: it. Yes.
1: Look at our amazing facilities. Look at how well we run everything. And you can rent it on every other night of the week. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So on a fluffier note, in their infinite dullness, <laughs> will MLSC? Well, we kind of expect MLSC to follow everyone else's path and just call the team TFC two, as Vancouver has, as. Uh, LA Galaxy have a number of clubs who I've bought into the USL Pro. Um, If it is TFC2, what's your favorite movie sequel title to follow, TFC2?
1: Well, my first instinct, of course, is Electric Boogaloo, because it's just the perfect sequel name. It is the ultimate sequel It really is. I do have a... I
0: don't know if it speaks to TFC in any form.
1: No, so my backup for that is TFC2, The Bloodening. Right. (laughs) There's multiple layers on that.
0: It is. blooding in players. Exactly. Bloodletting.
1: Red Like it all It all comes together
0: mm-hmm. A massacre Bleeding Bleeding the <laughs> fans you
1: know? Bleeding us Very good
2: um, Levels Duncan um, I have uh, three options For sequel games Ooh. Go for yes. it uh, Before I do that I'm, I hope they go Roman numerals Me too In which case I'm just g- completely Going to refer to them As the I.I.s I.I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Or the captains Yeah I, nice. I, captain. <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, TFC 2 uh, This is the first one play on Wall Street 2 money never sleeps (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, TFC 2 honey I developed the kids (laughs) finally Rick Moranis can make a comeback as a badge (laughs) and the third one this is uh, geography dependent but uh, TFC 2 the wrath of Vaughn (laughs) Vaughn exactly
0: Nice, and we can look up at it. Yes. It is the city above Toronto, after all. Indeed. I also appealed to uh, Vaughn being the likely home, but I appealed to... Yeah, I'm always thinking about, you know, cross-promotion, the important things in football, bringing in sponsorship and fan bases, and there's a love for street racing in Vaughn, <laughs> so I went with <laughs> TFC2 Fast 2 Furious. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's practically the Raptors.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Huh?
0: And look how well that's turned out. Uh, 20 years later.
2: <laughs> I do like that the, the city above Toronto. It's like the club above Toronto. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably wouldn't that's take
2: all much. When <laughs> they actually start <laughs> <not> competing <laughs> against each other, they will be. We, so can't play, we
0: can't play in a cup, can we? Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that Jason Bet knows what he's doing. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. after, the, after the announcement, we took to Twitter to do what we do best, waste a potentially productive day, and asked our followers to send us their best hashtag Toronto USL pro names. Here now are some of our best listener-submitted names for Toronto's new USL pro club. So, we start with some excellent turns at the Theatre of the Absurd, Uh, friend of the show, Will Graham, at Big Wooly Style on Twitter, TFC2, Piss Poor Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> Very Terminator. <laughs> I it. They'll be back. Come with me if you want to lose. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Rollins at twenty fourth minute. He channeled MLSE's love for a good sponsor with the Subway TFC Rouge. Brought to you by Pizza Pizza. <laughs> Covers uh, a very likely mm-hmm. path. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Schuler at Yagbod. On Twitter, tried to please all the neighborhoods in Toronto with CSKA Inter Toronto Blizzard SC. <laughs> <laughs> That'll
1: look great on a kid. <laughs> yeah. A different, gotcha. ro- yeah.
0: a strange, different route as Port Vale of all clubs played Muse for two listeners.
1: <laughs> Adriano
0: of Smarter Than Fame at Stove Villain offering up Davin Port Vale. <laughs>
3: Nice. <laughs> yes, it That's good. a
0: central located team. While Amark I
2: would love a team in Davenport, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was Davenport Vale, yes. surely you have something against I, I Port Vale. Right. Right.
0: Uh while a Mark, not of the Hinckley variety, at MGC two three two, offered a name and a stadium option with Ooh. Alan Lamport Vale. Hey. Yeah, yeah, not bad. There were plenty of other good local references being offered up to host a new club. This is one of my favorites. Brian at Area Thrasher thinks the West End is the best end with the excellent Humber River Plate. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Someone named Tip Top, also at Tip Top, went for the hipster choice with Liberty Villa. Mm. Yeah. Steve Sandor at the Eleven CA went a bit further north with West and North End. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Mm -hmm. While the suburbs got some love from Steve M at Schmick. With the total football of, now you can say this two ways, Pickering Ajax <laughs> or Pickering Ajax. <laughs> also, this, The Suburbs, this is a good one, then plays in with uh, Vaughn again. This is Jeremy Todd's at Kicks from Afar. His franchise love with M.K. Vaughn.
2: Mm, very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice.
0: And we wrap up the listener submissions with a hat trick from friends of the show from the Black Hole. at For the Black Hole. With hipster derby rival Ossington Stanley. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. The coach specific, Stoke on Bent.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the one I am mic dropping this segment with, Young, spelled as in Young Street, Young Boys TFC. Nice. <laughs> that has layers. Nice. Well played, everyone. Thanks for playing along.
4: I believe the children are our future. Teach them well. And let them lead the way, show them all the beauty they possess inside, give them a sense of pride to make it easier, let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. Everybody Other news news?
0: An odd story to wrap up the TFC news over the last week. After eight years, the club finally found the one man responsible for all the mismanagement, terrible coaching, and off-field farces that make Toronto FC a -a one-of-a-kind shit show. It was day one kit man Malcolm Phillips! Ah, goddammit! What the hell? And yes, tongues are firmly planted in cheek on this one, but alas, Phillips was sacked, and with him goes the last connection to those halcyon days of 2007.
2: So There's the, probably a sales rep somewhere.
0: Uh, ticket guy or something. I don't, don't know. Why
1: my ticket person change many times? I feel like they're all gone. Yeah.
0: So the interesting side of the story was the TFC fan reaction. <laughs> Backs understandably went up upon hearing of the sacking of this well-regarded person. So a question. Was the reaction fair in that we are programmed to expect the worst out of BMO Field when we hear strange news or an overreaction to Bezbachenko likely just wanting a fresh coat of paint on the whole thing?
1: I don't know it's it seems it does seem odd like he's been there from the beginning he's not a coach he's not a fitness guy he's not a marketing person so is he a really that bad at his job hard to believe b is he like the divisive voice in the locker room is mal like <laughs> standing around the corner going hey 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 don't listen in you know like you know? <laughs> or is this what you're saying is this just a house cleaning but Fans do love him, and I remember when I was at, I don't know, some, the kit thing, the kit launch a couple years ago, when the team was being announced and the coaches were coming out, Malcolm got the biggest cheer out of anybody in that place, and, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting, It was like, it's Malcolm, yeah! You know, People
0: like, appreciate you know. laundry.
1: <laughs> so, it's, it, it, I think it's because it just seems like such an odd yeah. person to let go after all mm. this time. Not that everyone stays in one job forever, but... He is the last link to the past, really. Yeah. And that's
2: but is that a bad thing? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, indeed, yeah. I mean, did you go to I think it was the Seinfeld joke. What are we really cheering? We're cheering laundry. So therefore <laughs> he is the most important. <laughs> yes. Um, but I mean, even beyond that, and yeah, changing the the kick gun is going to have no effect whatsoever on the the field of play or anything like that. So why be upset about it or anything but then you know it's these are the kind of employees coaches come and go players come and go you know all that sort of thing changes a lot I mean these are the kind of employees that in a way are kind of like they're just behind the scenes heart and soul of a club Mm. in oldie timey England it would be the tea lady Mm. who you know after 40 years would retire and get a a write-up in the program and all that sort of thing I don't these are often the kind of people that yeah give some kind of Sold to the club so human you know, side
1: mal was like yeah you know connected
2: so, with the fans as i say it doesn't really affect anything on the pitch really so why get rid of him and, you know unless it is just the case of he was kind of friendly with the old regime and they didn't want that connection but how many regimes has he survived through you know so yeah it, it seems odd is is it worth a, a meltdown on twitter probably not but at the same time that there is something there, it kind of speaks to I mean, what the hell is a club about,
0: yeah. No, I, I think the suspicious eyebrow to any move that sat, feels odd from TFC should be the default setting for supporters after yeah. you know everything we've seen. But yeah, there's an equal chance that this is an innocuous move by Bezbachenko and you know, time to turn a page on everything, sure thing. Um, you know, we'll maybe hear more of it one day, who knows. <laughs> if there's anyone if there's, exactly. if there's anyone who could tell a lot of great stories oh, about yeah. this club yes please so,
1: write the book Mal we're begging you if, if anyone
0: deserves the jumbo non-disclosure contract <laughs> let's hope it's the man who had to clean the filthy pants of TFC for eight years
2: there was a lot of bed shitting that went on. Yes. Exactly. exactly. poor guy yes. yes
0: it's back not that Canadian television broadcasters would want you to know But this past weekend, Major League Soccer returned to the pitch after the international break, and to do what TSN was incapable of with five channels, here's Duncan Fletcher with all (laughs) the league news in this week's wins and losses.
2: Thank you, Kristen. Yep. (laughs) Yes, the uh, playoffs getting very much into squeaky bum time with the first legs of the conference finals taking place on Saturday. Uh, First up was the Eastern Conference with what uh, I think can safely be called America's Made the world's team, the New England Revolution, taking on the Red Bulls.
0: Don't uh, speak for me.
2: <laughs> uh, this one got feisty early and often, uh, ending up with ten yellow cards given out. A lot of people were making fun of the ref for that, but he really didn't have a lot of choice uh, with the cards. Richard Eckersley committed numerous fouls. <gasps> uh, Shock. Jermaine John, I know. <laughs> Jermaine John's could have been sent off for a very nasty tackle, and there were just plenty of professional fouls throughout the game. People were just determined, all right, nobody is going to get any kind of breakaway or anything like that. But, you know, these are all well worth yellow cards.
0: Jermaine Jones' nasty tackle is my favourite blog out of New England. <laughs> That's one for you, England.
2: <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, by far the best of the yellows went to Bradley Wright Phillips for obstructing the goalie as he tried to clear the ball. Uh, completely pointless and amusingly his second to the playoffs so he'll be suspended for the return leg his post game explanation for the idiocy I didn't know the rules of the yellow card accumulation I'm angry obviously I'm angry stupid yellow card and now I have to pay uh, Wright Phillips wasn't done saying Jermaine Jones refereed very well today <laughs> yeah as for the rest of the game Teal Bunbury scored a great goal um, cutting in from the right wing before curling the ball just cool. inside the far post uh, the Red Bulls equalised after uh, a crazy goal. A great through ball from a Yongo, a dummy from Henri, William Dula hitting the bar while lying on the ground, and Wright Phillips eventually knocking in the rebound. The Revs eventually got the winner late on, with special guest referee Jermaine Jones completing the heel turn by scoring the winning goal. Uh, a lead, two away goals to the Revs, and with Bradley Wright Phillips suspended, it all pretty much forces Thierry Henri to take his delicate body to Gillette Stadium for the first time despite his sponsorship deal with them. Uh, no word yet on if Tiger Woods and Roger Federer will join him.
0: What a match. Teal Bunbury, Thierry Henry, and the son of Ian Wright. Mm. The only thing this match <laughs> needed was a sinkhole.
2: <laughs> it's delightful yes. all around, yes. Um, things just get better in the West. Uh, it uh, was round three of LA versus Seattle at the end of the season. And this will go with the refs again to uh, start off with the big mystery being just exactly how Seattle's has got avoided getting a second yellow card, despite brazenly just continuing to foul Galaxy players long after his first yellow. Um, This one finished 1-0 to L.A., with Siggy Schmidt setting his side up to defend and defend some more. Not a terrible idea, given the history of giving up insurmountable deficits in the first leg of games and playoffs past. Uh, They blocked up the middle, more or less kept London Donovan quiet on the left, while allowing Stefan Ishizaki on the right wing to fling in cross after cross that Chad Marshall usually dealt with easily enough. Uh, the one goal fry allowed was from a deflection of a Marcello Sava shot, and so it's set up very nicely for the second leg in Seattle. Uh, with regards to the somewhat lax refereeing, one Galaxy player said, the officials made it clear that no one's getting sent off, so we have to make sure we're aware of that next weekend, and we'll play with that in mind, and I'm sure they will too. It's going to be even more physical, and that's okay. We can play that way. Which sounds kind of threatening, <laughs> until I tell you that that Galaxy player was Landon Donovan. Mm. Ooh.
0: Aggressive water fountain.
2: Yes. Mm. <laughs> He's going to scare them with his piercing gaze. <laughs> um, away from the playoffs, uh, it's award season. Tesho Akindeli got Rookie of the Year for having a good month. <laughs> uh, Mike Geiger got Best Ref. Chad Marshall got Defender of the Year, Michael Parkhurst got Fair Play Award, as did the Philadelphia Union. Uh, Disgusting, proper Philly fans everywhere. (laughs) 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 And uh, also with the deadline approaching for declining options for players moving into an option year, a few contracts are being declined, making some intriguing names available for the re-entry draft. Um, There's not much in the line of actual good players you'd be keen to draft, but... uh, in the purposes of comedy, Hunter Jumper and Sal Zizzo have both joined Footy Danso. has been available, so come on, TFC. <laughs> oh, <laughs> make it happen. Blogger, Zizzo Danso, please. <laughs> blogger, podcasters, and punters everywhere. We make mm-hmm. of you. Yes. Um, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Right on. Hey, everybody. It's Bitchy Blanks. Marky Del Cordo. Hey!
4: Blankety blank Blankety blank Blankety
0: blank Blankity blank Blanky blank Blankity blank Blankity blank Blankity blank blank blank
2: blank blank
0: blank blank blanks. blank blanks. Blanks, Internet sensation blank filling game. Put that on a business card right there. Looking back at last week's <laughs> bitchy blanks, in honor of the Chivas USA dispersal draft, last week's bitchy blank was: If you could disperse anything from TFC, you would disperse blank. Before we get to the excellent listener submissions this
2: week, we'll go around the table and see what the panel put. Duncan. Uh, I was didn't really get anything original going with this one, so I'm just going to uh, go with one that is the obvious one. A couple of people came up with on Twitter as well, but uh, I'd disperse MLSE. Just get them fully away from this whole thing. But who would pick them? <laughs> it's a good question. Who would want Missouri? Mm.
1: I started to say, I, I didn't end up picking that because so many people had said it, and it is the obvious one, although it's the obvious one. I went with the marketing department. Because
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate
1: them. Mm-hmm. I really do. It's not even just dislike. I hate them. They're awful.
0: I put, disperse the crowds. Oh, they already have. <laughs> <laughs> and now, to our listener entries, it's a new winner this week. Woo-hoo! First time call our longtime listener. His name is Michael Gilman at Philman Gilman. And his answer was, TFC would disperse expectations.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not even just going to lower them anymore. Let's just just just, 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 uh, just, just, just... just... just make just just them all together. We're altogether. not
0: even, not even going to discuss them. Nope. Mm-hmm. Next week's Bitchy Blank... For all you who want to get in and play, harkens back to our USL Pro conversation. TFC 2 could be the name. If you could sequel TFC 2, it would be blank. Send your finest sequels to us on Twitter at Vocal Minority Pod, no A in the vocal, with the hashtag BitchyBlanks, or in the comments section on VocalMinorityPodcast.blogspot.ca. Please, no electric boogaloos.
2: If I'd known that ahead of time, I wouldn't have used up three of them today. Jesus.
0: Oh, obviously you're a, you know, dab hand at sequel names. You used New Batch the other day. That was funny.
2: Oh, well, now I can't use that
0: one. (laughs) Jesus. Another one in the bed. At the top of the show, you heard us mention that the VMP is now an award-nominated program. Woo! Unlike much...
1: You like us. You really like us.
0: Unlike much of what we say on the show, this wasn't crazy bullshit. We We didn't
2: have to beg them to include us. (laughs) No, we did
0: not. We are delighted to tell you that the Vocal Minority Podcast, in our first year of existence, has been nominated for World Soccer Talks Best of 2014 Reader's Choice Award in the category of Best Club Podcast. Woo! We, the world. Yes. No win
2: MLS. Ah. <laughs> we, <laughs>
0: we never beat the Fulham podcast. Uh, that's
2: a good that's point.
0: true. We really are honored, though, to be included in the category and are up against shows that represent New York Red Bulls, LA Galaxy, DC United, New England, Vancouver, and Philadelphia.
2: We're going to dance all those
0: guys. Yeah. The best part is... This is a Reader's Poll, and you, our devastatingly handsome, wildly intelligent, and really great-smelling listeners, can vote for the VMP if you enjoy our jazz until November 30th. Simply go to worldsoccertalk.com and click on the MLS Talk Awards banner on the sidebar. Again, the VMP is in the Best Club podcast category. And at recording time, we are in a respectable third place. But in a dogfight with DC United, we want bronze.
2: Exactly. When does TFC get to win anything?
0: Surely, says my next line. <laughs> you want something with TFC's name on it to be an award winner. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> no, that's so before we leave off, with a last-minute appeal from each panelist, we are gonna try to give you our best reason why you should go right now and vote for the VMP. Kristen Appeal.
1: Because if you don't vote for us, we'll be so hurt that we will stop podcasting altogether. No, appeal, not give them reward. Right. Um, Because if you listen to us and you read us and you know us, uh, you know that we love this club and we don't take it too seriously, even while it is our entire life. And most of you, I think, sort of feel the same way we do and you want to hear us babble on about it. So you should vote for us. That's very serious. I know. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Dunk. Over to you, (laughs) Dunk. Vote for a vocal minority podcast or the terrorists win. (laughs) See? You're with us or you're with the terrorists. Yes, exactly. Mm. Mm -hmm. So
1: I didn't get the point of this question is what you're Mm -hmm.
2: saying. No, you just, you know,
0: (laughs) you took it very (laughs) literally. I said, no MLS podcast has done more to bring the serious issues of deep dish pizza racism, Mitsu appreciation, and the horror of feline AIDS to the forefront of North American thinking, this like is true. the Vocal Minority mm. Podcast. This is true. Hashtag never forget to vote for us.
2: That's a catchy house joke. It is. Yeah. Great. It uses up a lot of characters. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The Vocal Minority Podcast presents MLS Club Podcast Review. I am your host, Mark Hinckley. Seeing Red is a podcast where they talk about the New York Red Bulls, plenty of analysis, listener emails, and occasionally get play interviews. It features a three man crew, but listening to it, they aren't sitting around the same table and thus they don't like each other that much, and sorely lack the sound of traffic, gunfire, or talking really loudly. Speaking of also not liking one another enough to sit in the same room to record, United Mania is a DC podcast that has plenty of analysis, like lots. They probably don't like their listeners either, as in the episodes I sampled, no call for listener feedback, and no reveals to which one was actually Secret Service. All Three Points' podcast is the voice of the Philadelphian Union, and unlike other podcasts mentioned in this episode, the two hosts like one another enough to record it together. It's a shame, though, that they don't have enough friends, as it's just two of them. Plenty of analysis on defenders, not enough analysis on cheese steaks. This episode has been brought to you by the WorldSoccerTalk.com Annual MLS Talk Awards. Please consider voting for the Vocal Minority podcast under the category of Best Club Podcast. The Vocal Minority, it's the one with the girl in it.
0: It's time once again to revisit the club that just won't go away. TFC 2014. Yay! (laughs) Over the past few shows, we have reviewed and graded the defense and the midfield. And today we turn our attention to one of TFC's longest standing groups of boogeymen. The attackers. He's only happy when it rains. It's Andrew Wiedemann. Grade him. (laughs) Judge him.
1: (laughs) You think I won't, don't you? You think I can't. You think I'm incapable of actually judging him. Mm. You would be right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he gets an A for general. Oh boy, here we go. I, can't I don't need to wait nothing. And community mm. level stuff. Uh, but really for play, D, D plus at best. Plus?
2: Yeah, I, I give him, him D plus including the community and no. Twitter stuff. Well, they're two <laughs> separate That's things. Did. Yeah. Um, did, did he score against Spurs? He yeah. Did. He did, didn't he? All right, then C minus. <laughs> go. <so there you laughs> see, I knew that would yeah. change your score. <laughs>
0: He's the new Gabe Gallup. <laughs> I also give him a D for driving home Which that he's was doing right now
1: Yeah, that was very entertaining yeah. Actually, he,
0: he often, he did, he, this is uh, multiple times He's driven to Toronto and now driven away But this time
1: It's for good There ain't
0: no U-turns, son hmm. He's apparently still alive Be right, DK uh,
2: D, I D didn't really have the chance I, I to do my I gave him an F, 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 F just cause Did he oh. Oh. He's a Nigerian international Yeah <laughs> <Josh. laughs> Don't you remember those goals he scored last year? He did play this, this year? Yes mm. Yes <laughs> A little bit before Nelson got canned uh-huh. Really? I think we'll one Just match. one sub-appearance yeah, for, like so. for like yeah.
1: three minutes? I uh,
2: got to about 20
1: Fine, D- minus. But seriously Minus? Like, yeah <laughs> The Carnage was never released this mm. year No He was locked away in the basement Which wasn't really his fault I suppose But
0: Mine was a D for Not
1: dead yet! <laughs>
0: He'll go somewhere and score I mean, 10 goals next year. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Chicago probably. What a weird. Hey, what a odd story though him. I don't understand. Came back to health, had the appearance and then, and then they blocked him in a closet again and
1: and no explanation ever given. Like nothing. No. Nothing like he not trained nurse, poorly, Yeah, Not nursing like, an injury. Bad attitude, none of the stuff you normally hear and
0: seems like a upstanding dude for the most part yeah you we know?
1: seem really positive yeah. and
0: considering what he went through and everything and, and the, the deal they made about him when he got injured in Preece's ah oh, crap Right, your DK has gone he was gonna be our guy off the bench Oh, this is crap oh we're gonna you know follow him back to health there and then again. it was like he was never and then when he came back it was yeah oh no
1: oh you
2: you're the wrong right, right. Oh.
1: oh um yeah oh, I- Oh,
2: not Doug DK. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go ahead and uh, <laughs> hang out in the basement. Ugh.
0: Next up, please, sir. I wouldn't like some Luke Moore.
2: Hey. Ah. Hey. Uh B minus. You know, he did some good things. Uh, scored some scrappy goals. Linked up well with Gilberto. There was the, like that time in August before Vanek came in. <sighs> you know, they had a good sort of connection, and then glory, glory nights. Yes. Um. So yeah, you know, there were some good things Not a lot of great things by any means B minus Yeah, I give him a
0: C He did more of a C. job than I expected Yeah. What, that's harsh? No oh. I, I, I still don't want to see him back next year
1: See, I don't, I don't mind if he comes back next year <sighs> well, the, the, the
0: disappearances I, the, the, the Especially th- towards the end of the season Huge yes. stretches where Yeah, well maybe his mind was in Burnley Fair enough
1: yeah, that would turn any so young
2: man's head. Burnley <laughs> wanted him. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah.
1: I, I had, I, had <laughs> C, I was wavering between C plus <laughs> B minus depending on the second. I just he was surprisingly effective the times he was effective, and as Duncan said, <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean? No, just when he
0: was scoring goals, he was, <laughs> was scoring really some great good. goals.
1: But um, and he did work. You know what? For that period of time, he did work really well with Gil. I was, you know, more than once we'd be at games, and I'd be like. No, they need to play... To, why aren't they... Oh, And yep. if they played together, good things happened. and what the problem didn't? was?
0: When he was ineffective, he was pretty ineffective. <laughs> mm. Mm.
2: That, is, that is the flip side. Yes. Being oh, effective. effective when you're Be effective. effective. Yeah. Shut up. I hate
1: you both. <laughs> <sighs> On to the next person. All right, if you say so. I do. The
4: wolf can't make
0: up its mind. <laughs> it's old Gil himself. <laughs> Gilberto.
1: He gets a B plus from me. Right? <laughs> you're, to, you're like, oh good. Let's see. Oh, does no, see? Let's, he? Let's see what she <laughs> Tell says. Tell me more. Let's see what she about says his now. Effectiveness. <laughs> I actually would have been higher if he'd found his form earlier. And I know the goals are what counts for DPS. But for me, all the stuff that he did, other than score goals, was very, very good. And I was very pleased with his effort on the pitch and his work with his teammates for the most part. When he wasn't sulking, which was those couple games. And um, <laughs> It's only a couple of games so. No, I think he is I think he's a great pickup for them I think he has potential to have a huge year this year If they don't Come up like they often do And
2: uh, so B plus for me Go, Go. Duncan uh, I just went with a B for Brazilian Brocky Barrett um, <laughs> to think sums him up, uh, Nice uh, Very <laughs> yes. nice um, Yeah, he's a good player Right, I like Gilberto I like old Gil but uh, yeah it didn't quite fully come off I mean it did for a while there in the middle of the season obviously and then obviously you know Defoe came back and then it's Vanny and this and that and then things never really quite got settled again so hopefully mystery injury as well next year you know he'll be uh, like the guy up front and uh, the team will work well for him and
0: If they get a number 10, hit the ground running according uh,
2: to him and provide some service. Not
1: that the service was bad. Nothing wrong with the service. No, 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 actually, it was
2: fine. It was good service (laughs) when it was effective. (laughs) When it was good, it was good, but. It happens.
0: I also give him a B. Um, Should have done better, I thought. Uh, But when things were going bad, he was hustling, so he gets points from me for that. Uh, Needs to be an A minus next year at minimum. Yeah. As a DP. Yeah,
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that.
0: Yeah. Um, he's the kind of guy you think could do pretty well in this league. Solid. I still don't know DP level, though.
2: He's got it. He's got the, it. He's the got only it. thing that he needs to add is to be able to score the like the yes. easy yeah. goals. Yeah. He scored enough spectacular yeah. fancy goals. Did a lot of good work, showed some skill. It was just the tap-ins. In in
0: his defense, that he couldn't get. I think he was a victim of the vacuum that is who is the attacking midfielder. Absolutely. He dropped back because when he played in Brazil, yeah. he often played uh, at the back of a triangle or he played in the pocket. Yeah. He was a link-up man a lot. A lot of his goals were even long-distance goals. So. The times where he was asked to maybe pair up front, his natural inclination was to, oh, look at that ginormous hole exactly. between Michael Bradley and me. I'm going to drop in the pocket <laughs> and mm-hmm. try to get the ball and then bring it up. And, you know, that's a lot of work to do, especially when you don't have a lot of support around you, especially on the wings. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think if they can find a link-up man and he can concentrate on being more of a poacher, that would be probably, then we may see him as A and fulfilling his DP duties. Right. And finally,
2: for goodness!
0: This guy, it's Jermaine <laughs> Defoe. Uh,
2: I went with a B minus. I think first half of the season, A, no question, did very well when he was here and motivated and seemed interested. Uh, then the second half of the season was uh, a very, very distracting shit show. Uh, probably worth a D. So, you know, all together, B minus.
0: Yeah, it was. I, same for me. I wanted to give him an F for, for goodness! This guy. But even my pettiness has boundaries. I give him an A until the World Cup. Until his head was turned or whatever. And then, yeah, D after. Mostly for the distractions. His play was a side note, really. Because he barely played. So, yeah. A plus D equals B minus. That's kind of what I... It's going to be a very crappy, odd footnote in TFC history. Well, that's a whole different story. No doubt is going to play out over the next few weeks, especially.
1: Yeah, I had basically the same thing up to the, up to the injury, up to the World Cup, a solid, like exactly what they asked for, did it all, did it well, and then distraction land and optics and just everything straight out the window, so Mm B-minus.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd love to know the alternate universe where he goes to the World Cup, has a few appearances, seems happy, wonder, wonder how he comes back.
2: Yeah. He comes back thinking, ah, I should still be in the Premier League see, with that's all the people e- I hung out with th- at exactly. the World Cup I'm going anyway.
0: Yeah, it's funny. The alternate universe mm-hmm. may be no different. No. He maybe think, ah, this level is beneath me. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, just I mean, been at the World Cup.
2: I just spent a month talking to players at this level and yeah. they're all laughing at me for doing this. You know what mm-hmm. they're right, I should be with them. Mm-hmm. You see that thing they uh I guess I don't know which Bookmakers, it was in England. They put out uh, odds of where he's going to be in January, and apparently TFC's at nine to one. one. We
0: we were just we were just above Liverpool, right? Yeah, who were at twelve to one. Uh, Spurs were dropped down to sixteen to one. But yeah, yeah, we were. It was yeah. Leicester is currently leading the pack with QPR close behind, and (laughs) TFC drifting way off (laughs) (laughs) the money.
2: So uh, what what they do is put ten million dollars on this, force him to stay hey we won 90 million dollars you get 45 no, actually you get 20 plus a million for every goal and voila you just,
0: motivation you just blew someone's mind on Bay Street
2: <laughs> and TFC like <laughs> near the 40 something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah?
0: it's a good deal mm. if only we knew it, the way into his black diamond encrusted <laughs> ears <laughs> so- Before we leave you, we're going to do our weekly segment where you can send us your most interesting questions from hardcore tactical football tactics to frivolity, the Fagundas of questions. So the first question this week comes from Dwayne Rollins at 24th Minute, and it was on the topic of Heritage Nights. And he asked, what will Scarborough Heritage Night look like? <laughs> and of course, being a former a longtime resident of the Greater Scarborough region, it was put towards me with my expertise. And of course, it starts with a backbone sliding competition Ooh. in the parking lot of Johnny's hamburgers at Victoria Park at Shepherd, one of the <laughs> finest hamburgers east of the Don Valley. Mm. And of course, there will always be a musical salute to Duane Di Rosario performed by Strange Animals Gowan. Nice. Mm-hmm. Scarborough natives. Yep. Mm. Followed by a nice romantic trip to Scarborough Bluffs. Oh,
1: that's mm. lovely. That's, delightful.
0: Hmm. that's a prize. We'll yeah, Ooh, yeah. That's it. that's a prize from the club. Oh, okay. One row gets to go to Scarborough Bluffs. <laughs> the whole row. Yeah, the whole Ooh. row. You get you get a piece of pizza and you get to go to Scarborough Bluffs on a TTC bus <laughs> from Warden or Victoria Park Station. <laughs>
1: Oh, let it be Victoria Park Station so we can walk up the hill. They play classical music (laughs) at Victoria Park Station to... As a deterrent. To to deter the teens. (laughs) It is! It's a hotbed of
0: high school. It's like three or four high schools converge on the commute into Victoria Park Station. So they play classical music to push them out like the Pied Piper. It does not work.
1: No,
2: it does not. (laughs) Uh, I think obviously all of the concession stands get replaced by a brick by brick remodeling of the Scarborough Town Center food court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes,
0: with the with the 1980s video game arcade in the corner.
1: Oh, so what what else are you going to do?
2: Watch yeah. the game? Yes. No. <laughs> Honestly, mm. I, I just
1: I just figured there was going to be um, that was going to be the handout was Scarborough, not Scarborough, but like <laughs> gift cards to Scarborough Town Center. Are you
0: saying Scarborough needs handouts?
1: I am. Classist.
0: That's true. And our second question. In this hard-hitting version of Ask VMP, it comes from Will Graham at Big Wooly Style again. Second, that's two.
1: Wow, additions
0: mm-hmm. to this show.
1: Whew. Practically a panelist. I know.
0: Am I the only one that hated Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's got a space raccoon. That's all I know. It about. has a walking tree, and the dude from Parks and Rec. Sure, I, I can't imagine that it was good, but um, it was great.
1: It was it. super. It really was. I was oh. very much surprised. No, I did. I went in wanting to hate it because it looked so really, really you dumb. Go? Because my brother wanted to go see it, And he was visiting from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sibling, sibling sacrifice.
2: Fair enough. It was actually quite good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so ridiculously wha- sappy. At so the end, one person
0: says. Good. Didn't hate it, two people says mm, Space Raccoon walking I, tree.
2: I, I probably would have hated it if i watched it. <laughs> and so, that's On the Isle, VIP. I think that answers the question as no, you are not the only one. <laughs> Although, we
0: don't Can know. we proclaim that we hate it? No. No.
2: I, yeah.
0: I really, we, we proclaim be, ignorance.
2: We, really, we should be disqualified, in which case, it gets a, a 100% record from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the answer the Will was looking for yes, you miserable bastard. <laughs> you are the only one that hated it. Hooray. You have it's no song. a modern classic.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, from Ben Bromley of uh, DC United, Black and Red United, the Filibuster Podcast, one of our brethren, commenter on their site wants to know what we think about trading Eddie Johnson to TFC.
0: I think this deserves a long-winded, very analytical answer.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, no. no.
2: Fagundes. For
0: Off. Wordy. Hmm. And that's Ask VMP! I hope it was as educational <laughs> as it was entertaining. Did we mention our award?
1: <laughs> that
3: is a nomination. Sure. <laughs> the Vocal Minority Podcast presents MLS Club Podcast Review. I am your host, Mark Hinckley. From the Backline is a podcast for the Vancouver Whitecaps. Plenty of analysis, and as an added bonus, they have a non-domestic host for increased credibility and authenticity, which is super important. They take listener emails and have random intervals of football singing. I may not recommend this, but it is the one I least wouldn't recommend. Los Angeles podcast, "Corner of the Galaxy, steps it up a bit. Phone interviews with players and reporters alike. Music interludes to break up the monotony. Random singing speaks to me for some reason. But for all progress made, there was no listener interaction, and the phrase, last time you'll see Landon Donovan, made me want to punch my speakers in the face. Lastly, we have the midnight ride for the New England Revolution. More analysis. Ugh. Excuse me. More analysis. And at least there was music to break up the boredom. i surprised anyone listens at all. I mean, would it have been too much to ask for a Havit or a cat just once? This episode has been brought to you by the WorldSoccerTalk.com Annual MLS Talk Awards. Please consider voting for the Vocal Minority Podcast under the category of Best Club Podcasts the local minority featuring two Englishmen one with an authentic accent so with
0: that feel good ending warming your cockles it's almost time to say goodbye for this week send us any questions for the panel to answer in next week's hashtag askvmp again it can be from football to Fagundes. just hashtag it askvmp to any of our twitter handles and you may be featured on a future episode ooh mm. Around the table, it's a so long farewell from the panel. Find her on Twitter at KZ Knowles. This was Kristen Knowles. Au revoir. At Duncan D. Fletcher. He was Yorkshire Gold, as always. <laughs> <laughs> it's a T, it's brown. Mm. It's Duncan Fletcher.
2: Hasta luego. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for me at the Yorkies1812 on that Twitter, I am Tony Walsh, and I've only got one thing to say to the likes of you get used to it to run.
1: Mm -hmm. Indeed.
2: Goodness.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, and on to the next bit
2: segue <laughs> that was a strong segue well I figured there'd be music perhaps perhaps, perhaps it's just gonna leave me hanging
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens on Tonio <laughs> on to the next bit he's getting musical cues it's all that you just leave all that shit in <laughs> oh, yeah. And be led by TFC's very own Highlander coach, Jason Bent. So, how do we There's the ex- only one? There is only one. He cannot be killed.
1: It was Brennan before? He took his head.
2: I'm all very confused. Okay. It's Michael Fresh <laughs> West <laughs> reference.
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. <Okay>. no, you- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, sorry.
2: Yes, Livorno for the win, man. Yes.
0: The way. Oh, I don't know. No. Wonderland? Yeah. Come on. It's not bad. Wonderland. <laughs> it's a roller coaster season. <laughs> Sorry, AFC Wonderland. No, Wonderland no.
2: AFC. Let's go further out into the suburbs. Darlington. It's there! It's right there! <laughs> who for the taking! Who couldn't love a club called Darlington? <laughs> Let's go
0: nuclear. Yes. The nuclear option. I was trying to think of a, a Broad Street Bullies. Opposite for... Yeah, I... Yeah. yeah. But
2: but the the, the Chester... The Chester... (laughs) Molesters. Chester molesters. Wow.
0: (laughs) But they don't do that even. No. No, No, they're they're more the the Chester... The the Chester cuddlers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They're just like the... The Commodore Bridge gentlemen. Yeah, The uh, Commodore... The uh, Commodore Dator's... (laughs) That rolls right off the top our
2: Accommodators <laughs> Welcome in the Commodore Bridge Accommodators
0: TFC supporters We made terrible life choices <laughs> Making terrible life choices since is 2007
2: TFC We're stuck with these fuckers So we might as well make fun
0: <laughs> I don't like you And you don't like me <laughs>